0: Hello and welcome to For The Record, episode number 37. Hope everyone is having a great week and we are here to kick things off. Um, just a heads up, um, if you remember me, so two things I want to address just before we get into this episode. If you remember in my last episode, I talked about how the Marilyn Manson and Slipknot tour dates got postponed. Well, they the dates have been uh, put back together um, and they've been uh, rescheduled. Um, I don't know how they would have been put back together that really made no sense whatsoever anyway the point is the dates have been rescheduled for the first two weeks of the tour um go and check that out if you attended the show so it, it, I just I'm putting I'm making a bigger deal about this just because I know people miss shows they don't always the communication isn't always properly communicated so it's just it's it's just a shame if these people bought all their tickets and they couldn't get out of the show, um, that's going on this summer, and I'll try, and if anything like this ever happens, I'll go ahead and make sure to note it on the podcast or post about it in some way. Now, episode 37, uh, this is with, uh, Metalcore Outfit for today. Um, I was a little nervous for this one, um, because, not because of, like, having to meet them as a band or anything like that, but because, um... I've never interviewed a Christian band before. Um, I'm not someone who's particularly religious. Um, I have some beliefs that are personal. I um, I do believe that there is a God of some kind. I definitely believe that. Um, th- there, there has to be something out there. That's just my personal belief. But again, that's just, that's more of an uh, universal there's there's something out there that we don't know um, if that makes sense um, and I I don't know I was just a little I was a little nervous just because of things that I had I'd previously read in the news before about them there there was a little bit of controversy uh, a couple years ago with some things their guitarist at the time had said Um, and I wasn't completely sure, but they were all incredibly nice. Um, I spoke with Matty Montgomery, their vocalist. Um, really genuine, very, uh, very sweet guy. And it was nice to have a talk with him. And I wanted to, I was, I was curious to openly hear about how religion affected and played into his music and his life. Um, so I'm, um, I'm looking forward to... I'm definitely looking forward to having everybody hear this. I thought this was a very unique episode, and I thought it was... I think what's really cool is that it. I was able to showcase a different viewpoint than something that I'm used to, which I think is... I think that's another big thing that's really amazing about music, is that there are... It, it's not just your point of view. You're sharing your point of view, when, whether you're a musician, whether you're listening and talking about it, but you're also listening to other people's. Um, and getting a view of the world and just the way that other people kind of live their lives. So I think that's awesome. Um, and it was a cool interview. I'd love to interview them again anytime. Um, anyway, uh, this is, for the record, episode number 37 with Maddie Montgomery of For Today. Enjoy! And um, before I jump back into this, I apologize. Um, if you remember in the last episode, I made a big thing about wanting to do that special episode with the recap of all the albums that i listen to each week all the and um movies television things like that so i am gonna do that next week i'm putting up the written reviews that i was scheduled to do um there's only a couple of them that were scheduled for this week um but next week is when i'm gonna start it i really want to make sure that i get this perfect i there's a few problems i have with the formatting of it um so i just want to make sure that it sounds perfect all right Enjoy! Someone back you didn't have to walk far did you
1: <laughs> no it was just uh, a friend of mine came and, and it parked in a parking garage like a couple blocks away okay so for sure yeah walked over yeah, yeah not
0: bad I think I'm just I'm so conditioned to like the tenderloin area of the city where it's just like you don't want to walk outside oh, at yeah I yeah. uh, like the warfield in that area but um, for sure anyway um so well thank you for being here appreciate oh, no it I'm um, good man. to talk to you um that was freaking insane that thank was such you. an awesome job I think that was the first time I've actually ever seen you guys like in a full-on set, because I'd seen you guys do Warped Tour just Uh a couple times, but when you do that, it's like you're getting so much music thrown at you left and right Right. um, that you can't always take it in, but that was an incredible show. Man, thank you So, so much. Yeah, I mean, where does, I mean, this might be kind of a stupid question, but where does that intensity and that energy come from? Because there's a very, with all of you guys watching that, there's a very sincere passion for music um, and for playing i yeah. like i can completely tell that well I, you
1: know i think it's mostly uh adhd <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we've
1: Perfect. been we've been off
0: ritalin for a few years now so we're all <laughs> just turn to the max right now fair enough <laughs> um so i did want to um ask you about wake um this was the first album if i'm correct on nuclear blast records yeah what drew you guys to Nuclear Blast over a label like Razor and Tie or any others that you may have been offered at that time? Like, I just I'm just very yeah. curious because there's a lot there's a lot of like more death metal acts yeah, on that well, label. Yeah, well, you know,
1: Nuclear Blast <laughs> has been a great label for a long time. Uh, you know, and and I think when you've been doing it for as long as they have, you. You kind of have things figured out. You have a lot of connections and, and a lot of experience that are very valuable to a band like us that's trying to, to grow what we're doing. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, they were, it was kind of a no-brainer when they sent the, the offer over. You know, we were honored to be a part of it.
0: Yeah. Oh, that must have been, well, I mean, it's just like you look at that, you look at the history of that label. I mean, you see Slayer and you see all these, like, these crazy, like, oh, that must have been an amazing feeling. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> um, well, so I was curious, and I guess this is kind of the bigger question of the whole interview, but as a christian metal band um you've always I, I feel like you've always been very outspoken in regards to who you are and over the years i've seen some bands that do come, do say they're a christian metal bands who we are they kind of veer away from that as time goes on um when they, whether it's in their live show whether it's in their records you guys have never seemed to do that and i think what's really cool is that you've generated appeal from both religious and non-religious fans and everybody's kind of come together with you guys what in your opinion what do you think has made you guys stand the test of time
1: um good question uh you know i think um i think that a lot of times people they think that uh faith and excellence are interchangeable you know they think well you know, we're a Christian band and we're here to talk about Jesus. And then they, uh, um, and, and because of that, they maybe cut corners musically or they'll stand on stage and, you know, talk about Jesus for so long that they wind up going over their set time and yeah. pushing the whole rest of the show back and, you know, offending people and, and those sorts of things. And so bands like that that are too, that, that are so sort of zealous for Jesus that they um, – that they wind up being disrespectful to, to other people and, and unprofessional. Yeah. Uh, they don't last long in the scene. Now, then, then there's a lot of other people that maybe start off excited about Jesus, and then um, they get uh, they get out here and they realize it's not really that cool to be a Christian, and people aren't really that excited. They aren't as excited in the real world as they were in your youth group when you started the band. Yeah. So, uh, so then over time they decrease the amount that they talk about him and they kind of keep it to themselves. And then eventually a lot of them just wind up turning away from God altogether. Um, you know, now I think the reason that none of us have done that is, is really twofold. One is, is that, um, you know, for some of us a long time ago, for some of us a little more recently, we had real encounters, real experiences with a real living God. And, uh, and so, you know, it wasn't an issue of, well my parents told me to be a christian so yeah. now i'm a christian or you know i grew up going to church so i guess i'm a christian but but we really we really know god it's not a, an issue of just blindly sort of believing something because we read it in an old book or because somebody yeah we trusted told us to 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 believe this but we for ourselves have have experienced god firsthand and, and um and, and that is a lot harder to ignore. And secondarily, yeah. <laughs> we, we took steps to surround ourselves with guys, you know, both in our band and, and just friends of ours maybe back home that, uh, that hold us accountable to our faith and, and to who we really are. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, during the times that, we're out on the road, you know, I'm not I'm not going to be able to like sneak off and hook up with girls or get drunk or, yeah. or whatever like other band guys can because there's dudes in my band that that know me and that care about me enough to call me on that stuff and say, you know, you've got a wife at home and, and you've got responsibilities to God and to your friends and to your family that, uh, you know, that, that doing that sort of thing would, you know, would keep you from being able to fulfill those responsibilities. So, um, you know, being intentional about surrounding ourselves with guys that, would hold us accountable to who we really are that has been i think vital for us and that's been i think one of the biggest reasons that we've been able to remain faithful over the years
0: that's cool i mean i, th- I think that's a really cool uh, way that you said that. it's having a good basically just a good group of people around yeah, you I mean, and finding the right people if i may ask and you and if it's too personal you don't have to go into it at all but what was your experience um i've had a lot of
1: them at this point <laughs> um but you know the, the first time that uh that i ever sort of experienced god was like 10 or 11 years ago. And, um, I, uh, a friend of mine and I had been sort of joking for, for some time about, uh, quitting our jobs and hitchhiking around the country. And, um, you know, the more we talked about it, the more it seemed like, uh, Something in my heart was kind of saying, you need to do this. Like, this is destiny, you know. There's something really important about this. And uh, that seemed kind of ridiculous, you know. And, and I, at the time, really sort of prided myself on my intellectual capabilities, my ability to argue
0: yeah,
1: uh, and to, to beat people in, in arguments. And, and be uh, like,
0: no, nope, you're wrong. <laughs> right,
1: yeah. Oh, I loved it. Um, it was very, very pretentious. But uh, I, as as this situation sort of developed, for the first time in my life, my heart and my head were kind of at odds with each other. I realized that, uh, you know, that what was logical and what was right were not necessarily the same thing. And, uh, and it really kind of messed with my whole philosophy on life. You know, I thought that whatever you could reason yourself into was the, the right thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, that, that wasn't necessarily the case in this situation that my heart was saying, you have to go, you have to go. But yeah. my head was saying, why wow, you've got a good job yeah. and, you know, things are going <laughs> good for you. Um, so i i was kind of torn and and um i did something really crazy one night after my friend told me that he couldn't go so i'm thinking about hitchhiking around the country by myself (laughs) and uh uh, he told me he couldn't go so i was riding my bike around the campus and wound up just on my face in the middle of a field crying and, and saying god god if you are out there if you have anything to do with my life or any of this i need you to tell me what to do and um so I finally collected myself, went back to my dorm and picked up this book that I've been reading. And in the book, one character said to another, he said, uh, now is the time for you to wander into homelessness and leading a holy man's life to seek the path of enlightenment for you are destined to enlighten the world. And, uh, it was like those words sort of jumped off the page yeah. and, and struck me, you know. Yeah. Now is the time to wander into homelessness and seek the path of enlightenment. Like, and I was it, just it, thinking about this. Yeah, bro. It just, <laughs> it, it like blew my mind, you know. Yeah. And for the first time in my life, I realized that this God I had heard about and this God that I had argued about and this God I had read about uh, was not just a character in an old book or a concept to be debated, but he was a, a real living God that really heard my prayer and, and really took action to speak into my life and to give me direction. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I, I can't say that I had it all figured out, but, but as, as you know, as I sat in that moment and sort of came to grips with this new reality that I had, had, um, discovered, you know, th- this presence and this peace and this love began to just flood into my life. Man. And, um, I just sitting there, you know, in, in the middle of, of the night, one night in, in a, a Minnesota summer on the steps of my college dorm, I, um, it was like it was like God came and like sat down next to me. It just felt like I just wasn't alone, yeah. And I felt like I could feel His goodness and, and feel His love. And uh, and so you know everybody's got kind of a different story, but that for me was when I, I sort of was confronted with the reality that there is a God and He really does like me. And um, you know I I haven't been perfect since then. I didn't have it all figured out, but that's when I started the process of getting to know this God. Definitely. And um, you know it's a process. I think I'm going to spend the rest of eternity. Uh, doing
0: definitely. It's a great story. Oh, thank <laughs> that's you. That's a great story. Yeah, I well, I'm. I was very curious, particularly with interviewing um, your band, because I'm not so I'm not someone who I would say is and like a very r- religious person, but I do believe there is a God. There, I believe there is something out there that that there there has to be something out there that's just bigger than all of us. So I always like hearing people's stories, just yeah, kind right. of about the way that they connect with um, with those kinds of yeah. things. So that well, was I, that was a good here's story.
1: Uh, an inside scoop. Is I know him. <laughs> and, and he likes you.
0: Oh, well, wonderful, <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Um, well, so kind of what you were saying about the 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 relationship you'd kind of had um, when you were finding your faith, and how you said you you hadn't really had it all figured out. How far away from that person are you when going into an album like Wake? Many years later, and now that the um, For Today has this was the sixth record, the first, um, just kind of in that uh lost what i was saying basically um how far would you say you are from that person that you were when you first kind of made that discovery um in what way
1: yeah i mean in literally in every way okay (laughs) um you know in in fact the bible actually even talks about that it says if anyone is is in christ if they're in a relationship with jesus that they are a, a new creation and that the old things have gone away and everything about them has been made new and it's true man i mean the way that i think the way that i feel about the world the way that i approach things the way that i I process information you know everything about who i am my desires my priorities my beliefs and opinions all of them have been transformed you know and there were so many things that i tried to like hold on to for a long time yeah um but you know it's like um you know imagine uh... starting any significant relationship like imagine that that you get married Um, you know, that's going to change the way that you approach finances. It'll change the way that you even probably eat the way that you dress, you know, the way that you (laughs) develop your schedule. Like everything about your life is different because now you're taking into consideration the the desires of another. Oh yeah. And that's how it is starting a relationship with God is, is that everything changes, you know, not because God is some mean sort of tyrant in the sky and he's going to like beat me up if I don't do what he says. Yeah. (laughs) But because, you know, as I get to know his heart and, and I realize how much he loves me uh you know i don't want to i don't want to waste my life clinging to things that um that sort of deny him and his involvement in my life i want to acknowledge him and and how much he cares and and the fact that he's probably a lot smarter than me uh and and so that that sort of leads to everything about me being transformed you know so i mean going into especially wake i'm you know in every way a completely different person than i was then
0: is faith a big um a big lyrical theme on the record or on any of the in terms of any of the records like i know that because i and i ask that because even if someone says one thing it could be like i can ask them the meaning of it they'll be like oh that, oh, that's not what it means at all it's a totally different thing right um i guess what are some of the themes that you try to convey on this record this time around
1: uh you know this record i i think that sort of everything that i that i do is is governed by my identity and part of my identity is that i'm a man of faith and so you know, I think that whether I'm singing about, um, you know, Jesus dying on a cross, or like some nachos, that that in some way or another, it's going to be defined or or given given life by my faith. But um, yeah. you know, uh, some of the themes I, I think really the biggest inspiration lyrically for this album was. Uh, really are our, our fans the, these people that come to our shows and you know and realizing that just tonight we, we stood out there and we, we looked at a room with hundreds of people they came from very different backgrounds that have faced very different demons and and um, difficulties in their lives and um you know and realizing that that all of them may need hope they may need um the strength to to carry on and to keep fighting uh you know in in their life and and so Um, generally speaking, I think that, that a lot of the themes in wake, um, came from this desire to, to maybe want to give the people that follow our band hope and and strength and purpose to be able to carry on and to not be overwhelmed or, or, or feel like they're alone or alienated in, in the struggles that they face.
0: Definitely. Um, Oh, that actually—that actually kind of went in perfectly to that question. The question I'd written nice. was: "Since today is a band that I would say has, has a rather uplifting message, what are some of the big themes you wanted to convey during the writing of this album?" That was the exact same question. You got I it. That answered it perfectly. So, um, <laughs> the last—these uh, are the last two questions. We'll wrap this up. Um, I give it—I give these questions this preface because I ask them to every artist that I interview as a way to kind of close things out. Cool. Um, but the first question is. Um, what kind of message, if you have one, would you like fans to walk away with after listening to your music? Just, a, a, I guess, a general message.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the general message is um, is that whether you know it or not, whether you believe it or not, whether it upsets you or not, I hope it doesn't upset you, <laughs> um, is that there there really is a God, and he really does love you, and he really does want you to know him, and uh, it doesn't have to be a mystery it doesn't have to be an enigma. It doesn't have to be, uh, you know, a, a religious pursuit. Call it a human pursuit. I think it's something that, that all of us are at least a little bit curious about, you know. Uh, and so if I think if I could um, leave anybody with, with any message, it's that because of what Jesus did on the cross, you don't have to leave the idea of God a mystery. You can really experience him just like I did. You can really know him just like I do.
0: And the last question is: This one's a bit more broad, but what does music mean to you?
1: Man, I think that music is, to maybe say a cliche phrase, I think music is, the, like the language of our soul. You know, it it, um, it moves, the, uh, it moves the the supernatural parts of us. You know. Um, the things that, that are maybe <laughs> metaphysical, the things that we can't quantify or, or explain things like, um, things like love or anger or, uh, aggression or, uh, rest, you know, th- these are things that music can give us, uh, and it has the power to move our hearts into those different places. Uh, you know, I think that music is. Um, it's a it's a powerful thing that can speak
0: to our soul so much better than just about anything else. Beautifully said. Um man, thank you so much. It was an absolute pleasure and uh thank you for coming on and doing oh, this. Oh bro, my pleasure. Yeah, thank you thank so you much for having me. Yeah, take care.